0: Did you ever read that? Uh, no, but did you swear in it? Oh,
1: yeah, I remember. I, like, the first draft, I, like, just thought I just had to be fucking it somewhere. My super brother was like, you can't
0: do this, Sarah. You know, like, you can't just say fuck. To be fair, he was like, you can't just say fuck unless it's a quote from someone who has said
1: fuck. Yeah, I remember you saying about that. I was like,
0: oh, yeah, that's that's
1: classic Sarah. Like, just... (laughs) I mean, you're emphasizing a point, aren't you? So, <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, to be fair, I mean, it was the draft, and I was like, "For fuck's sake!" blah, I'm blah, blah. like, I was gonna edit it out, but then I just forgot to edit it out before I submitted the draft. And I mean,
1: it, you were you were really tired. I remember like seeing you around because um, it was choir rehearsals, and I oh, think yeah. it was like your dissertation deadline, and everyone just looked like they were like dying inside like yeah. i've never seen Kat look stressed i've never seen you look stressed it was just like oh okay wow yeah.
0: cool we're so all
1: it it figures it's okay but so you were meant to do something about personal style or like and then you changed to fantasy
0: yeah <laughs> yeah just well, but like i still i still want to know stuff i still i want to because like i think cuz like i costumed a uh, film which is like a student film and like we were going like finding stuff for like characters and it was all set in like the modern day. Um mm. there was no, there, there was no like historical stuff to consider, there was no like fantasy bullshit to consider. And I was kind mm. of like I don't really know anything about how like people just dress.
1: Mm. Um, yeah.
0: So I mean, they, why I'm doing these.
1: I mean there is like, correlation as to successful fantasy clothes. I mean, like the stuff like say like Lord like in Lord of the Rings, the even though that's all fantasy, it it feels like a real ah oh, that's my phone oh my god excuse me don't worry about it there we go sorry um, it feels like a real world because it seems like that's what the characters would wear every day and that's why it it works that's why it works over the duration of like three really long films because you're like oh yeah I would like wear that every day if I was like well I don't get why the hobbits don't wear shoes but I guess they are really <laughs> thick feet so that's <laughs> the only thing that I questioned but everything else I was like yeah elves would wear that like elves would have clean pristine clothes all the time that are long and like drape across the floor and with yeah. like minimal like makeup and jewelry that's that that makes sense. Like if they were more ordained in jewelry, it'd be like mm, that doesn't really like make sense. But yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So yeah. I guess there's okay. a correlation. Yeah, Sorry. actually, if, if we're gonna if we're gonna get into this, I should like introduce the podcast because this is um, this is good stuff. <laughs> I like coffee White. Um, okay, all right. Um, <laughs> yeah, hello and welcome to Unpick. I'm Sarah McClintock, artist, costume designer, and cat lover. And with me today we have. Herfa, would you like to introduce yourself to my listeners?
1: Oh my god! Uh, hi, I'm Herfa Thompson. Uh, I'm an artist based in Leeds, and yeah, thanks for having me on your show today.
0: Hell yeah! Hell yeah!
1: I um, but I, I don't know what else to say. <laughs>
0: that's, that's about it. Um, I mean, I guess I should like ask you about your clothes because um, you know, so so that so that in the end. The end goal of this is to costume elves, I guess.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, all right, cool, let's do this.
0: Um, no, but just knowing how normal people, human people in the human world um, wear clothes um, helps me <laughs> as a costume designer. So I guess if you could, in general, do you have a way of describing the kind of style you have and the shit you wear?
1: Um. Uh. Well, I would say it's like i personally don't think i have a style i've been told i have a style but i don't know what that is um i would say it's more all right let's let me give an image of myself i'm quite short uh, um quite chubby uh i have big boobs and a big bum i'm also black and i grew up in africa um So, and I was the last of, like, three. So I developed, like, a... So I've always got the clothes down, like, from everyone else, like Uh my sisters, but my sisters were smaller than me. So I always got my grandma's old clothes. So out of habit, I kind of dress like a grandma or, like, a mom, and Uh without meaning to. I I find myself wearing very, like... um, like a lot of polka dots, um which are like one of my favorite prints, um a lot of like ugly jumpers that you'd see in like a charity shop, and that like you wouldn't like a lot of people wouldn't purposely go for that, but I'm like, that looks like the grandma probably would wear that before she died, so I will take that. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's kind of like, I wish it was chic but it's just shabby. <laughs> I mean <laughs> that's the best way to describe it. Yeah. Like I would uh, I consider a yourself
0: colors. a really chic person? Pardon? I would consider yourself to be a really chic person or stylish?
1: Oh, well, thank you. I I don't feel like it a lot of the time. Um, but yeah. I mean, but shabby. Yeah. Let's say shabby chic with a lot of color. I do like a lot of color that's what like I will like combine very bright colors with another bright color that just looks like every time I see a photo of that I'll "I'll never wear that again but I bet you I will um so yeah
0: yeah I would say you dress a bit like a Wes Anderson color palette
1: I do like the Wes Anderson color palette actually um I wish it was that kind of um how do how do you say kind of coordinated it just tends to be it just tends to be like so when i buy things or when i wear things i tend to think color and texture so if i like a texture and this texture goes or clashes with another texture regardless of color sometimes that will override that but if the colors and the textures like they're contrasting or complement each other in a weird way it will just happen So sometimes it ends up being... Do you know, like, the... I think they were Italian, like, really popular in the 90s. They made these, like, god-awful, like, prints. But, um... uh, was it? Pucci? They, like, made these, like, brightly coloured, like, inspired by, like, 1970 paisley wallpaper thing. I would say that that's Uh kind of, like, the way I tend to go. Like, just, oh, let's just mix everything in and make it into a thing yeah
0: yeah um, so i'm just i'm just googling poochie um uh, to 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 see oh yes actually i know exactly what you're talking about um <laughs> yeah i've seen it's them like... on you for, for starters um <laughs> but in general i have seen these um yeah
1: it's like it's it's not the best but i'm just like oh wow let me just pff, let me just go with that
0: no um, i do fucking love these these are great yeah. <laughs> um Emilio Pucci.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because when I was 14 and I was doing textiles, like, and I was like watching a lot of Project Runway, he was like the thing I always had in my head. Because also, I think in like late, like, Early two thousands, around two thousand and four. Whoever was in charge of that house at the time, s- supposedly that was in vogue at the time. So probably I was like, "Oh wow, this is amazing!" But I haven't like heard of that house like since mm-hmm. I've been like twenty upwards. It's 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 not the house of the day. So yeah,
0: yeah. Because like, well, I say oh, I've seen this everywhere. The main place I've seen it is in like vintage and charity shops.
1: Exactly, that's
0: what it is. <laughs> like- <laughs> Because that's where I fucking shop. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, actually, yeah. It, it, it makes a lot of sense to me that, um, because, like, whenever you were like, oh, I don't know how to describe your style, and I was like, well, bitch, I do. It's like, because you wear, I think you tend to wear a lot of, like, 50s-ish clothing and, like, vintage stuff and, like, that silhouette of, like, in at the waist, out of the butt. Yeah. It's just, it's just, just. Pretty, but you know, um, if I may say, having seen it, uh, that's good. Well, um But it, it makes actually it kind of realizing that you got hamiluns from your grandma. It explains a lot, actually. <laughs> like it makes yeah. so much sense. I'm like, it, everything is becoming clear about your sense of style.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, like eight. That's why, like, sometimes when I think about like style, I have like style that I actually wear and then I have like style I would wear if I didn't like like stuff I would want to wear I've always felt like I felt like there were always like when I was like playing around with clothes there were always like two limitations or actually three there was number one like my size like I had never like as a kid I was like obese so I never shopped in like kids sections so I always had to look more mature Than my age, because I was always wearing like teenager clothes and like adulty clothes. Um, And then number two, there were like sort of like religious reasons. So, um, like Zambia can be quite conservative. So Mm -hmm. you can't wear like super short skirts, show a lot of like skin and stuff like that. Um, And number three, it was kind of just like, um, what was the other constraint? Kind of just like, Oh, like um what did my family want me to be? Is like, oh, so those are always the things that they always wanted me to be like a refined lady who is elegant. And my grandmother was really obsessed with like old Hollywood films. So we'd watch quite a lot, like the sound of music, like the amount yeah. of times I've like accidentally dressed up as Maria because of that <laughs> ballooning large full skirt her twirling around I've I've just inadvertently just because that is like such a strong cultural image in my head and um it's that's kind of like the lady thing that my grandparents were like trying to like instill in all of us but then I have like my aspirational one because I grew up well in the 2000s really and like one of my icons when I was maybe about 13 14 was like Paris Hilton I like I have a book I was obsessed with her I wanted to wear those like diamante slingy t-shirts like (laughs) and I never wanted to wear the juicy couture I was like that's too far but I was like I want that trashiness that like of the 2000 that was like what I wanted um and sometimes I try to like mix that in with 19 it doesn't work but anyway
0: (laughs) Yeah, I've like, I've just again like I've googled Paris Hilton style two thousand and the thing it's like I'm looking at some of these images and every every skirt or short she's wearing is so low rise mm. that you can mm. it's it's that iconic two thousands i could almost yeah. see your genitals please pull it up just an inch i'm begging you <laughs> yeah. god please yeah.
1: and it was um, like also puberty kind of realized that i didn't fit 2000s fashions because my bum is like ridiculously like chubby like all the weight just goes there so rise jeans like never fit me properly i couldn't like fit into them um because they wouldn't go over my bum and so luckily also because i went to seventh day adventist church and i don't know do you know much about seventh day adventists they're like I... they se- like they celebrate nope. sabbath so the holy <laughs> days on like sat saturday it's like kind of like jewish uh-huh. so you're not allowed to wear jeans in church Uh, You're not supposed to um, wear jeans. And you're supposed to wear really long, like, well, most people wear long skirts out of, like, respect and modesty. So, like, as a kid, like, or teenager who was also, like, really insecure about her body, I just, like, started flowing, going to, like, flowy things. Because Mm -hmm. the 2000s, like, luckily there were, like, loads of flowy things, like that boho, sienna, miller, chic thing going. So I just grabbed that and went with it. So
0: yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, but Paris is Paris is a legend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this
0: is this is like, I mean, it's that early two thousand style is it's unfortunate I would say, but it's also iconic, and we shouldn't forget about it.
1: Like I kind of miss it. <laughs> yeah! I genuinely do miss it sometimes. I'm like, oh man, I just I just want to look awful. <laughs> yeah. I want to look like I've just come out of a party.
0: Um, yeah Yeah, it was sort of like that brand of like femininity or like feminism where it was like the more skin you can show the more powerful you are or something
1: yeah it's like raunch feminism there was like a book written around that time about oh i was literally just reading it it's like uh female chauvinistic pigs yeah that's the book i was reading um and she basically is writing about that period and how it was it was the period of like playboy and how playboy also came into like fashion like people had like playboy tattoos and diamante things stuck onto them and um like whole like you know donald trump was like a celebrity that people would be like ha 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 now we're just all like oh my god
0: (laughs) yeah yeah No. yeah. yeah (laughs) (laughs)
1: it was like a hedonistic like trip like because the 90s the 90s were looking backwards that's how i see the 90s the 90s were nostalgic like if you look at delight and their music video um like groovers in the heart that's like at like taken directly out of like the 60s and then you have like bands in britain who went after like who tried to be like oh small faces you you know blur and it like the 90s were looking backwards and then the 2000 happened and everyone was like wow we've reached the 2000 and everyone was trying to like be futuristic but it just ended up just being like ha (laughs) so
0: yeah it okay so like every everything you've, you've said like that whole um you, you know, futuristic, wanting to wear less, as little as possible, early two thousands mm. is like the polar opposite of everything you said about Zambia being conservative and the oh, yeah. Hollywood films and like church wear. Like those are two things that I cannot like. There's there's no the distance between them is phenomenal. And like, did you did you ever? Managed to give like a nod to that like trashy early 2000s that you wanted to wear when you were like in a place where you had to wear really quite conservative stuff? Um, That's a very complicated question, Sorry,
1: trying to think about my wardrobe when i was a kid uh probably like because my sisters so my sisters were always trying to be like i think i was talking about this with someone else like how so my relationship with my sisters have now completely, completely deteriorated, and how I remember when I was living with my sister um, a few months ago, that she said, "Oh, you know, what will people think?" And I think because I've always been the weird child, I've never really, truly worried about like it's it definitely thought about it, um, but. I've always been like, well, I'm weird. There's nothing else I can do. So whatever. And so my sisters have always been like, oh, I've got to be on trend and I've got to, you know, do things. And they will like, my second sister is like three years older than me. And my elder sister's five. So mm-hmm. it kind of makes sense. Things that they would have started wearing like five years ago. And then I have them. So they would look dated, but I was really interested in fashion when I was younger. So I'd like chop up stuff and like, like, make things with, like, the things I had, like, found around the house or, like, um, and sometimes I would, like, I would never, like, wear something open-backed or, like, sleeveless, um, Mm -hmm. but, like, I would sometimes, like, play around with, like, how things are cut. So, like, I would add a slit at the back of a long skirt and then like hem it at the top of the slit so that it doesn't look like there's a slit but when you're walking there there's a peak of leg and I used to do that yeah like a secret slit yeah yeah and there's some dresses I've actually lost my favorite dress at my sister's um that I found in a charity shop and it had one of those I've had that for years um and it was always the ones, like, it was just black. But, like, it looked look, if I was standing still, just like that, and then walk, and it's just like this peak of leg, and I'd be like, yes. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. cheeky. Yeah. Like, um, and that's probably the, the only thing I did. I was really insecure about having breasts. Um, so I used to slouch a lot. I would try not to wear anything that would reveal my chest. Um, and... Yes, I never went with that, and I never ever showed my belly, like, uh, that was a complete taboo. Uh, My grandmother hated the video of um, I'm a Slave for You, so I could never, if I had done that, I would have been, like, kicked out of the house, so, um, yeah.
0: Yeah, again, I'm just Googling I'm a Slave for You, because I don't, oh, yep, I know the one. (laughs) Banana, the snake! I love banana. Um... (laughs) The snake I hate bananas in, life, right. but the snake that Britney spears wears is, is very good um <laughs> so I think like fast forwarding to today and the the, the 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 words 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 the influences that like that like conservative upbringing versus like interest in um those that in fashion um how now that you are more out and about by yourself, not under the thumb of that environment, like how how do you balance those? Because like you do you do still wear like you don't dress like trash.
1: No. No. Um so how do I balance it out? Like finding my truly own style? Um I actually really don't know. Um,
0: actually hang on um when before when was it that you moved to uk
1: so i moved back in 2009 i was 17 Uh Uh it was like the first time ever being like away from my grandparents Uh in my life um yeah um so i guess i spend a lot of time in charity shops uh i um a charity shop shopper for two reasons. Firstly, I try not to do fast fashion as much as I can. Um, yeah. And two, I like having, I find that when I work with constraints, it just is much more fun.
0: Ooh, and ooh, yeah, I find that up. in costumes as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like when you have a complete open palette, I think sometimes that can make an outfit or a piece kind of be weaker you're not really challenging because when you buy something in a charity shop you are you have to consider how is it made what size is it what fabric is it can you stitch it apart what can you wear it with it's like so many factors um sometimes smell sometimes when i smell stuff in a charity that can like make me not want to buy it or not even though it was beautiful Mm -hmm. especially when you go to ones that are like really old like run by two old ladies charity shops like my favorite sort of charity shops yeah yeah i love those yeah i've got some great stuff in shops
0: like that oh
1: yeah they're my favorite um but i think i think like because i travel. so i lived like when i moved to the uk i lived in hereford and then moved to glasgow and i would say both of those like moves each time my fashion, like, sort of, like, changed a bit, I felt Glasgow was the hardest place to be for fashion, simply because, even though it's at art school, like, art school is, like, this whole, um, like, amalgamation. I know know what you mean, but I don't know,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, it's, like, this amalgamation of so many wonderfully, amazingly dressed people, and I feel like, because I tend to watch people and i like i always say that i don't have a personality of my own i feel like i've like absorbed thousands of personalities of people who are 10 times cooler than me and just like suck them into myself so I felt with Glasgow Glasgow was like cool fashion but also weather like it was the first time in my life (laughs) I ever had to be practical so I had to be like well I can't wear these ridiculously high shoes because number one it's raining and number two there's so many hills um and
0: especially where we were
1: yeah, and I think, like, being around all of that definitely made me change. Like, I would have never bought a grey coat in my life, but it was after being around so many architects and having them, like, destroy my soul. Um yep. Yep. That I was like, yeah, grey is a cool colour. <laughs> <laughs> I love British. Um, and, like, I still have those pieces and I love them, but at the same time I'm like, oh, no, I really need to get, like, a colourful coat because it's – yeah, but yeah. I I don't know how I describe my style now. Um, <sighs> um, yeah, because
0: like I I actually I haven't actually seen you in like in the flesh I, in like two years.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I think the last time I saw you was your performance um, at the what is it? Oh,
0: oh, Civic Crem Civic Crem. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I think that was the last time I physically saw you. And that was like your exhibition was on a rainy day, um, yeah, <laughs> like the yeah. performance was on a rainy day. Yeah. Um, um, and I remember wearing a tweed jacket because I had a bike, my bike, um, and because that, like, yeah, when I'm on that bike, I have to look as if I like live in fricking Cambridge. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But
0: yeah, are you are you a tweed fan, mm-hmm. or
1: am I thinking of like Vicky? Vicky also has tweed. Tweed. She is a wonderful person to, like, hear talk about tweeds. Yeah, she probably yeah. has so many pieces, she could donate it to a museum. I,
0: Yeah,
1: yeah I am really envious of that. <laughs>
0: but would, would you be a um, tweed fan as well? Pardon? Would you be a tweed fan as well?
1: Um, I was a really big tweed fan when uh, around 2000, and when did I start? So I have a weird habit of keeping um i have like a little like it's like a sketchbook but it's mixed in with a diary and i write like whenever i have ideas of like fabrics or patterns i need to go after in a charity shop because you accumulate them over months or maybe years um so it must have been about 2011 i started really getting into tweed um i really liked the Way it was made, and like the texture of it, um and that sort of like far I was also in the countryside, so it was like that yes. farm ruralness with a nice like cardigan, I was like, yes, um, but yeah, I like tweed yeah,
0: yeah what what actually I'm getting from all kind of pretty much fucking like, everything you've been saying is that you really, really pay attention to textures and fabrics, and like the way garments are made um so like what what are apart from like a sort of a 2011 love of tweed what are you currently what fabrics do you currently stand? is my question
1: oh my gosh I was just thinking about
0: this this morning
1: I just wrote down I saw a photo of um season suntang in the uh, in the 1970s wearing um corduroy trousers and I was like I need to get a corduroy I'd like designed up in my head a corduroy like jacket with a matching same fabric a matching a-line skirt that is just above the knee so it just like fits out and like wear a simple shirt with it and like maybe have like a parted hairstyle sort of like 90s clueless thing but corduroy and that's what I wanted like and I'm actually wearing a corduroy shirt dress right now.
0: Oh nice, um, nice.
1: <laughs> that's because I'm like going into winter now, um, like autumn. Yeah, I would say like corduroy and like um oh uh, like I've always had my favorite, favorite fabric of silk. Um yeah. it's uh so I like my, my look I'm starting to plan like a a look for autumn or the things I would, like want to get. Out of it, and it's kind of that nineteen seventies flared uh, tailored trousers with potentially okay. like silk scarves, or like a and a shirt, maybe maybe patterned, maybe not. the The look I need you to look at would be something like there's Miu Miu autumn winter two thousand and thirteen. Um, Marisha Prada did something with like she I think the photo campaigns with Chloe Savenny I can never pronounce her name that woman Um, and it was kind of like David Bowie like blue like duck egg blue eyeshadow and like her hair and like velvet like terracotta velvet trousers and like a silk tie and I was like that's that's exactly what I want those are the things Mm -hmm. I'm digging right now Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say those are my favourite fabrics right now that I'm digging silk and corduroy uh, and velvet. Um, I wonder
0: yeah. is there's is the. Because is the, you mentioned Susan Sontag, and would it be the fact that it's Susan Sontag wearing corduroy and influence be like, oh my god, I fucking love Susan Sontag, wanna be Susan Sontag, gonna wear corduroy? Is that a um... part of your thought process? Or is it just like, fuck yeah, look at these lines?
1: I think it's the lions Like <laughs> corduroy has this weird like corduroy. I always like blast corduroy. Cause when I was a kid, there's like a photo of me wearing corduroy like pink dungarees and I hated them because in Zambia they're ridiculously hot. Yeah. But I remember as a kid liking those textures because when you rub it, it's it's like it's like soft. Then a yeah. like a trough, then soft, then a trough. And it always was just like this really nice feeling on your hands um but i just sweated in them so i was like i i hate hate corduroy and i always think of corduroy as like you know those um men that own like a like middle-aged men who own like a posh wine shop and they have a corduroy jacket that's what i think but yeah such a because i actually don't know what corduroy is made of i like i can't genuinely if someone said this is what it's made of i would just be like Oh wow! I actually didn't know that. I don't know how one makes corduroy. So I,
0: I don't either yeah. actually. I genuinely don't. I've never actually thought about it. I was because how way. do you, how
1: do you get that? Because there's it's like it's not it's like velvet mixed with not velvet. I genuinely don't know. Um
0: just so gonna jot this down in under research questions. Um, <laughs> how is corduroy made? Question mark Google, tell me. Corduroy yes. is made by weaving yep. extra sets of fiber into the base fabric to form vertical ridges called whales!
1: Whales! Like oh W I L E S. All sorts of whales.
0: <laughs> the more you know. Oh, there's a diagram <laughs> that I wow. can't really understand. Okay. It's, and I get, it's complicated. I
1: guess that's probably why you don't find corduroy shirts, because if they're all vertical, it'd be hard to, it, it must be hard to cut across it
0: yeah. so
1: trousers and jackets make sense and also like why doesn't... would you want to wear a corduroy shirt i don't know maybe I. maybe that might be my thing
0: <laughs> yeah when, yeah whenever i think of corduroy i just think of our flatmate michael who would always be like zip zip, zip around the house because of the noise it makes when you walk <laughs> oh my god
1: um... you know i totally forgot that like, he wears corduroy yeah, yeah. But I think because Michael's colours... The colours I associate with Michael are green and black. And I just associate with him wearing black. And maybe it's the hair. Everything. So sometimes I forget that he would wear corduroy. But yeah, it does make that lovely zoop, zoop, zoop noise. Um, Yeah. That's also the wonderful thing about fabrics, is the noise they make. Like, I would definitely buy things for the noise they make. um, If if they were fabrics i mean they are like like i always find like silk has this like it just doesn't sound like anything it's just <laughs> yeah and yeah. um cotton always feels like it's a heavier when you like fold it down or like when it hits the skin it's just a bit more like Pah! and then mm-hmm. uh wool is like <laughs>
0: so <laughs> it's like the sounds that you get
1: <laughs> i don't know um, Welcome I, to
0: Unpick. Fabric ASMR episode.
1: I I really love fabric and I think also my childhood was such an influence because like um in Zambia they have these um well I think it's African it's Pan African um because it goes across the country like the continent the country oh my god. <laughs> um,
0: um God what are and... you white? <laughs> Oh no, I've
1: been here too long. Um, <laughs> like like in Ghana, they have the kente cloth and that's a huge part of like culture. And like I still have in Zambia, they call it chitenge, And I have one which I feature quite a lot in like, now I'm doing paintings. Um, and I like carry it, like I took it with me to Martinique. I like use it as a towel, I use it as like a lounging around. In the house sort of thing but like those like if you look up like or Mm go into research about like african batiks and like the whole thing behind it it's like fabric is such an important part of like life like the thing is like i remember saying to someone oh i had a tailor when i was a kid like my grandmother had a personal tailor not someone that just sat around the house but she'd be like, like oh she'd buy fabric and then she'd say oh i want this to be made and so you kind of like i just used to like watch it because she had like she had like an old singer she had like it was like a singer sewing machine mm-hmm. um she had an automatic one and a manual one and they were like on like the table you know how you can buy sewing machines and they like have the table thing around them anyway yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like a sewing table um, yeah. and I, I don't know how to describe them but they like the like the sewing machine's like embedded into that table and you can't just like yeah. move it about. Um yeah. so she had one of those and so she used to like make these like African like things, which were really simple to make because it's literally you just cut the pattern and then you like sew them together. But they had all the elaborate embroidery on it. So you just wa- yeah. grow up watching that and you watch how like how everyone uses fabric, like especially headscarves for like either depicting mourning or celebration or just like going about their day and and then you come to the UK and with the impact of like fast fashion and not really having people thinking more about aesthetic which is important I love aesthetic but not really thinking about like oh what is this fabric or what what where is this how is this made where did it come from what is the story behind it, and I feel that that's the only place you can genuinely find that are like either independent designers or charity shops. Um, that's how I feel, or homemade fashion. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um. So, what was the name of the Pan African something something you cut out and then said Chitengo fabric? Because I, I missed uh,
1: that. So, in Ghana, they call it kente. Cloth? Is that it? Is that the bit that you were asking about? Um,
0: I think. Like, I think just, that was when you cut out. Uh,
1: yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Like, it's. uh oh, but was it the boutiques I was talking about? I actually don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. When it cut out. Um.
0: Yeah, I, I know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm like, i'm got to write these down and do some more research because this is like cool as shit, and I didn't really know about it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um... So I'm just
0: writing time. Um But no, but okay, yeah, I'm I'm back. I'm back on I'm back on the ball. Um that is actually really um just like the fact that whenever you have less of maybe like a consumerist culture I've just the note I've written down is fashion is slower in Zambia. Um by which I mean it like when you do have more maybe time to pay attention to the fabric, and when when you're buying fabrics to have made into something, like, you are gonna pay far more attention to, like, what well, consider, like, here, where you just kind of, like, pop off to Primark, and you're like, okay, yeah, I guess I'll put this on my body, and you have no idea what it's made of.
1: Yeah, and I think it's, like, so, in Zambia, it's, like, you have, like, traditional dressmaking, and then you also say they have something, so it's like a it's a weird circle so whatever we donate to like British charity shops um most actually I don't know if most of it but they sort it out and the higher quality stuff they try to sell in the shops and the stuff that isn't is sold to other countries so if you ever go to like Hungary like if you're ever really interested in like charity shop shopping and like getting them at cheaper prices Budapest is an amazing place to go because they have all the stuff sent from, like, um, British and Dutch and German charity shops sent to there, but they sold at ridiculously cheap prices. So, and you can buy them, like, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And that's the same thing you'd get in Zambia and a lot of Africans and countries. And in Zambia, they call it salawula, which is like S-A-L-U-L-A, or mixin up. i mix mixing up. Yeah, I think I've missed out on A somewhere. But it was all, like, secondhand Western clothes. that, And people would sell them in the market. Uh-huh. So that was one of the few ways, day-to-day, that you would get more, like, Western clothes stuff. So, like, when we came to the UK, my grandparents would buy me, like, secondhand clothes from charity shops. And when we were in Zambia, very occasionally, would we buy things from... The markets as well, like there's a uh, like my grandmother sometimes used to buy like the actual like wholesale bundles of clothes, and you don't know what's in those clothes. Like it's like all wrapped up in like some metal stuff, and then you open it, and then there's all the clothes. So it was that, and second, like like and handmade stuff. But I do find yeah, in the West, it is easier to just go into a shop, not and. Um, not know what it is, not all- everyone suits wearing. Like I can't. Well, I shouldn't wear anything synthetic. Because, mm-hmm. unfortunate for me, I'm a very sweaty person, um mm-hmm. and I don't like sweating. I don't like sweat, so I have to wear and be drawn more to silk, cotton, um expensive fabrics that aren't you wouldn't find readily available any fast fashion stores. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, God. I love the term fast. it's like fast food but fast fashion like the mc- Ma- the McDonald's or fashion is that we have
1: um, yeah yeah it's it is like McDonald's. it's like it's great, don't get me wrong, I love like h H&M and I m and yeah. Primark and stuff for like getting the most like novelty stuff like that, <laughs> yeah. and like even basic like especially if you're going into like going to the gym and stuff like that like you wouldn't be able like I wouldn't buy anything secondhand like from (laughs) um, a charity shop with regards to going to the gym but it's it's finding a balance between the two like it's fashion is fun and it is I feel like it's I use fashion as an expression of like as an artistic expression um when i'm like not busy or trying to paint a house or stuff like that but i personally like i'd be like oh yeah i want to wear this and i want to do this and i think it's i think that is totally great that we also live in a society that allows people to do that that we don't have to be um it's not a conformist conformatist society um so like it's more individual individual <laughs> so it's individualistic. Me, me <laughs>
0: yeah. What are words uh, and how do they? Yeah. <laughs> <mark>?
1: <laughs> so I think that's great, but we also have responsibility. Unfortunately, so mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's like clothes for working in and clothes for being yourself in, or whatever I know. Um, yeah, I actually I think I wrote down um because i've been taking like little notes of stuff that i find interesting and i kind of noticed that you were you talk you talk a lot about um planning outfits and like designing and outfits and like thinking really thinking beforehand on Mm. what you're gonna wear and like pretty much a lot of the other people that i've had on this podcast have been a bit like oh like i just i throw on whatever i feel like in the morning or whatever makes me feel comfortable. like i just like don't really think about it and this is what i put on um but you seem to be very different to that
1: uh well i mean there are lots of times i've worn things that i've not been comfortable in mm-hmm. but have worn them for the sake of i felt it's like a, it's like an overriding like i'm physically uncomfortable but I feel so comfortable because I feel like I'm expressing a part, like I'm expressing what I want to express that day. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, it's like I have the worst feet. I genuinely don't like people looking at my feet and touching my feet because I've tried to, since I was a little girl, squeeze them into the smaller shoes, the highest heels, Um Because I've been like, this will go with this. And I will get my feet into that, regardless of the costs. And then I'll have, like, um, a bag. It's why I have so many bags. And I'll just, like, probably maybe have a shoe in Or I'll just take off the shoes at some point. But it's, like, that initial enjoyment of, yes, I'm finally, like, embodying whatever I want to embody for even just five minutes um yeah, yeah. I yeah. think because when I was 14 before so I had like I was doing fashion and fashion and fabrics but I was ridiculously slow at sewing like I just could not sew fast um and like my fashion and fabric teacher was like I don't think you can like continue with this like you're really like I was behind everyone it wasn't that like i was not good at it i was just like ridiculously like painstakingly slow you know like tacking shouldn't take that long but tacking took me as if i was doing like a hand stitch um just a running stitch but yeah. anyway um and then i moved to drama and um and at that time especially like after my mom's death i was like i think i'd like so around 14, I was doing fashion, I was like, started reading Teen Vogue, started reading Vogue, and started reading Rookie magazine. So Rookie was, don't know if you know, she was like a Tabby Jefferson. She was like a 14-year-old who was like, had this amazing style. And uh-huh. it made me start thinking about, um, and then while I did that transition to drama, and we were doing you know, we had like learning how to like plan outfits for characters and I was using drama as a sort of like therapy. I that also in turn started using fashion or like my own fashion as a sort of therapy. Because we'd be in school uniform all day, especially a boarding school. And then you had that one day, like one period of the day where you can like express yourself. And the only way you could do it, especially as a teenager who wasn't cool like I didn't have many friends like that was the only way to be like this is me and this is this is how I dress like you know I knew I was never going to be that like Louis Vuitton designer sporting it's something I've never wanted to do anyway yeah but I found with the whole I think I really liked the performance of clothes um and it's why like like and through drama you embody a character. Um, like one of my favorite, favorite films is Shirley MacLaine in, uh, oh, he's like, it's not She's Gotta Have It because that's the Spike Lee film. Um, oh, if you just, I can never remember the name, like totally, even though I've watched it thousands of times. Um, it's Shirley MacLaine in like like, the house is pink and she's in this massive like pink fur coat and she's got a pink rabbit oh what a way to go yeah that's what it's called um and she goes that whole i think a lot of the costumes are designed by edith heed or head i can never pronounce the name um and oh yeah wow, wow, wow. i'm looking at
0: some images this is amazing
1: <laughs> it's absolutely like it's just the most it was like the most like campus 1960s film and it was great it was just like wow look at these and especially in technicolor you were like this is great that pink hair the whole like oh it was just fantastic and I was like this is I like this performance I like what fashion can do but I also realized really quickly that even like you know like Audrey Hepburn's now iconic um, Breakfast at Tiffany's dress that was planned to a tee. you couldn't just you couldn't just wake up and be like oh I could just not even planning it out like writing it on a graph it was just kind of like being aware of the pieces you have how they fit and the other accessories you have and putting it together especially for a day for the weather for this like I feel like I feel I have to plan also because I don't like to be a complete slave to my clothes I like to be free so if say I have to go from morning to night without ever going home to change Mm -hmm. I want that outfit to to work fine that's why I sometimes overdress like during the day because I'm like yeah. well I never know I might be invited to like some spontaneous soiree <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um
0: that
1: definitely sounds like something I... that would happen in like a nineteen sixty film yeah totally I would love it like totally that whole yeah and also another film like I, all of my favorite films are fashion based like so um and they're all old hollywoods like audrey hepburn and funny face she it's basically a musical she doesn't sing very well um but she goes to paris um she's like a book smart that's why i related to it i was like oh yeah i'm a book smart person and i have a funny face as well even I though know. audrey hepburn's like beautiful um And she wears like some Givenchy dresses, like a wedding dress. She poses around Paris. But my favorite look from that, even though it looks like the most basic look, is her, it's like a brown trench coat. She's wearing like a black turtleneck because she was like beatnik sort of style um, with black tailored um, trousers white socks and like black brogues and she like does a little dance number in that but for me and like watching that i was like that is iconic like that's 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 a iconic effortless look and it's like yes yes fashion um and i think that's why i like doing performance art as well because it's like performance art regardless of the topic you have to think of a costume you're like yes like it doesn't have to be grand and like even drag because i can't i can't do drag i wish i was that talented to like get a costume to that grandeur but like performance is just like wow yes let's let's get all the tools and let's get all the accessories for something yeah
0: yeah
1: all right i got really I, excited. Like, even, <laughs> if,
0: if, even if you're gonna be naked in the performance art like that is still your costume it's still
1: your costume you can't I just be it. like well i'm just going to strip you have to like think well how's it gonna look under lighting do i need to add some body lotion do i need to actually add some color like a lot of the times when i've had to um do like anything on film that involved like any skin showing i'd like take off my skin and i'd be like that looks i'm washing out so what can i do to like make that work yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah um so having said all that which, like, I've, I've, just, I've just, like, collected a list of films to watch, honestly. <laughs> um, but would you say that whenever, because you mentioned earlier that you feel like you're, you don't have your own personality, and that everything, everything you are is just, like, sucking in things from people who are cooler than you and spitting mm-hmm. out again. Um, mm-hmm. Is this kind of planning of clothes, like, you're just coming up with characters that you want to be every day?
1: that's that that's it on on the head yeah uh it's okay. totally that i mean sometimes i wonder if that's truly me that's like my personality disorder like coming out because with the lack of identity but
0: yeah yeah,
1: yeah yeah i think that it, it it is it's like especially with the age of instagram because you have i feel like instagram is so great for like looking and also awful for looking at um, <laughs> like street fashion and what people wear because people are obviously it's a it's an automatic audience you know you yeah. know that someone's going to see your outfit regardless of what you wear so you kind of curate it more with more attention. Yeah, that's not what I want to do. I actually very rarely post what I'm like if I've curated an outfit or what I'm wearing. I tend to if I do post like a body photo it tends to be just because I was like feeling myself in a mirror and I was just going about I was just in the house doing my own thing like it tends to be that but I very rarely would be like yes this is what I wore and I look beautiful um I think yeah I look at everyone on Instagram and I'm like, wow, like that's a great way of putting something together. And then I look at what I have and I'm like, mm. or I like act it out. Like I've been notoriously late for things because <laughs> yep. I've been de- deciding <laughs> which stuff or which thing or which bag or which, and I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a high maintenance person. I don't have, I'm actually a very messy person Um and the clothes my clothes are actually the bane of my life because they're what I have the most of and Mm -hmm. when I live in tiny rooms especially like right now I'm and I've for the last year I've been living out of a suitcase but that's I can talk about that later but um yeah like I just um get it's it's frustrating to like what was I talking about oh I diverted um oh yeah and i've been late for things because i've been choosing things um and i don't know they are cool like i would love to be like a cool girl but at the same time i just like not anyone knowing me that's why i like leads because no one knows me and i'm like it's like so great to play with fashion you like anonymous you're like yeah like bye i can wear this ridiculous thing but yeah
0: um, cause can I say from like an outsider, from like my mm. perspective, um, I have always really ad- admired you for being like the really weird one and just really, really owning that.
1: Oh, thanks. Um, thanks so much and I've always
0: been like, oh my god, Herford doesn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> she just knows who she is. She knows she's the weird ones. She'll like shout chickens in the street or whatever. <laughs>
1: oh my god I would love to genuinely look like a chicken one day that is something I've drawn out um (laughs) I'll have to show you like some drawings I'll find them on my laptop but I've definitely watercolored like a cardigan I wanted to knit and I wanted to be like a floor length cardigan but bright yellow kind of with like uh you know that rabbit wool that you shouldn't really use yeah
0: um
1: yeah but that sort of texture, but not that. Like, I don't know if you know Wool and the Gang and their wool, the really fluffy one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just knit a scarf out of that and then fluff it up. It'll mm-hmm. be a pain to wash, but the aesthetic is strong. <laughs> and then just wear, like, make your cheeks rosy with blush and then, like, slick back your hair and, like, maybe, like, tint it orange and then, like, wear, like, a white ensemble underneath it. Genuinely, with it, and maybe like some like orange shoes or like tan leather shoes. Chicken, chicken, Zombie. it's like chicken.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> the aesthetic is strong with this one. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh. Yeah,
1: I'm sorry. It's, 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 yeah, yeah. Maybe like have like a, a red ish choker. Maybe now it's too far. Simple, keep it simple.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's, like I, I do feel like there you. is a lot more we could say and talk about it, but we have yeah. been going for about an hour. Um,
1: okay, yeah, I think we should wrap this um, up. So I
0: think or... we should wrap up. But I just, <laughs> yeah, I think my fi- my final takeaway from all this and like what I've really learned is that, um, whatever maybe you are in like a bit of a shitty place, that clothes are a really good form of escapism.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, it's 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 play up like some of my favorite friendships have been with people who like to play with clothes who no matter what we look like no matter um we just go shopping together or maybe shopping if no one buys a piece or stuff like that but we just literally just like play around even if it's like just walking down the street to a cafe together or stuff like that those have been like some of my fondest memories because it's just like, these are people I can like really like, you know, like bond with for a moment. I feel, I think everyone, cause everyone cause clothes are a necessity. I think everyone understands the the joy of putting on stuff. Maybe it's not important to some people like, you know, you lived with Jack, That's that's <laughs> not his priority. But for someone like me, it's like, yeah, this is like, I would definitely bond with someone over that. Um, and I think it's, it's just, it's a, it's a temporary thing before we all like are naked and even like dead. It's just a, it's just yeah, it's just fun. It's yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna Hell go. Hell yeah, on. <laughs> that's a good,
0: that's a good note to end the podcast on. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just dress good while you can because we're all going to die and be
1: naked and buried in the I earth mean, one day. it's true. Like, you're, you, we're going to, even the clothes you like die with are just going to be, they're going to decay and it's going to be another culture and like into another cycle of things. And, and then your clothes will tell another story to someone else um, and someone will use them in a different way or maybe not you never know i think that's the great thing about them but yeah <laughs> all right i'm gonna end <laughs>
0: yeah um before before um i say goodbye to or before the podcast says goodbye to you um do you have things you want to like plug like if people plug. wanted to find you on the internet would, oh, would they God. would you want them to find you
1: yeah you know yeah why not uh i'm not very interested Interesting person that I can be really annoying. Uh,
0: uh, bitch, you have just talked for an hour about how interesting you are. Shut up.
1: I'm a. I'm on Instagram. Um, at Thompson, Herfa Thompson, H E R F A, and Thompson, T H O M P S O N. Um, I. They'll have links to my website that I've taken down uh, because I need to update it. Um, and. Yeah, I have something that's happening next year, but I can't officially say it yet, so I guess the best way those to find are all out the, is... all Those
0: are always the exciting ones.
1: Always the exciting ones, yeah. I just literally can't, I've already told four people by accident, and <laughs> it's like, I need to always oh, stop I mean. telling people, because, oh, uh, yeah. Um, well, I forbid but... you from
0: telling me. You try <laughs> and tell me, I'll hang up on you. <laughs>
1: i can't i can't tell you it's 11th of september it's anyway it's not that big it's but yeah um so yeah yeah Uh, if you want to i really like korean pop I could talk about that for ages and the fashion of that another have time. Have you but, fallen yeah. down the
0: K-pop black hole like everyone else I've ever <laughs> known in my life? Have you have I lost you to the K-pop?
1: Oh my god, yes you have. I have even started learning Korean because I'm a weird no, the Korean bit was just because of the food because I've always wanted to go to Korea and like eat the food. But I was like, "Oh no, I need to like learn how to say like things before I can like order food." Um <laughs> but no yeah you've lost me to the crew it's just so it's like it's so good like now i can like scream with kate about it it's so great Um, (laughs)
0: another one another one bites the dust
1: Um, yeah come to the dark side (laughs) no it's really fun and bright
0: no i will resist (laughs) um but yeah uh, so people can find me on the internet as always at sarahmookcostumes costumes on instagram and twitter um. Don't. I did have a Tumblr oh. for this podcast. Don't bother going there. I don't use it. <laughs> just like, just cancelled anything I said in the previous episode. Don't bother. Um. You can find me on Sarah Costumes, Milk Costumes, and thank you for listening. And holy shit, this has been an amazing episode. I learned so much.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you, you, thank you so on. much for having me. I'm sorry I blabbed on so much. Um, that but yeah, amazing. no,
0: it's, it's been great. <laughs> yeah. So bye.